if the word period personally offends you, then this podcast probably isn't for you. So if you want to back off before you start crying, that'd be pretty cool. Welcome to Rag Week, a podcast released once a month coinciding with my monthly menstrual cycle. My name is Gronia Kavanagh and I am by no means an expert on menstrual health, but what I am is a cisgendered woman who has bled pretty regularly for about 17 years now. This podcast will explore all aspects of menstrual health, from symptoms to products to all those embarrassing stories that every bleeder is guaranteed to have. But this podcast isn't just about my own period. I want this podcast to be inclusive of every bleeder, as the world is currently growing more and more progressive, which means periods aren't just a sole woman's issue anymore. In this first episode, I want to give you a little introduction on myself and how I learned about my own body growing up. I'm very much learning as I'm going along with making this podcast, as it is something that I kind of just decided to do and dove straight into it. So I'm still trying to figure out structures and such as I go along. So any advice is very much welcomed. Just feel free to shoot me a message over on Facebook or Instagram. I'm at Ragweek Monthly. Um, so yeah, let's just get straight into it, I guess. So I was very lucky in that I knew to expect a period before I actually got it. So I was lucky in that my mother took me aside and taught me this stuff. I'm thinking I was about 11 or so when I was presented with this book that was to teach me the ways of the birds and the bees, I think was probably something along the subtitle of the book. Um, On one side of the book, it was all about how girls go through puberty. And then if you turn the book upside down, which was a really interesting thing, it was from the boy's perspective. Um, this was the first time I learned the word for vagina, which is quite interesting looking back now because I grew up in a family that was quite dominated by boys. I had a lot of male cousins, so I actually knew the word penis before I knew the word for my own parts, which is a little bit batshit. Also, you better not make it weird that I knew the word penis as a child before I knew the word vagina. Look, that's just the way it was. Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. I'm just after making it weird, aren't I? Yep. So anyway, yeah, back to the book. Um, So I was taught this stuff. I was very lucky. Um, I, I have spoken to other women who have told me that they had no idea that they were going to get a period. So you know, a girl, say, age 12, goes to the bathroom one day and she pulls, let's not get too graphic into the undressing, Um, there's blood, there's blood, and she does not know what this is. She thinks she's dying and she's too 
terrified to even say it to her parents. I'm hoping that I can speak to a few people who have gone through this and maybe get them onto the show to talk about their experiences because that is obviously something that I didn't experience. So I can't even imagine the hell that was for a young child to experience. The way that I learned about it is that it was an exciting thing. You know, my body was about to go through changes. So I'd say it was the bones of a year, maybe even more, um, where I was just kind of really excited about getting a period. There there, there was a few false alarms. There, there was a few false alarms. Um, I remember being, ugh, well, I suppose maybe about 11 again. And it was probably uh, only very recently into after I got the book. And I was very sick. I, 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 I was, I was a little bit constipated for a couple of days. And, um, there was no, there, there was no poo coming. There was nothing. And eventually after a couple of days, uh, there, there. I, I managed. I, I managed to go to, to, to the number twos, um. But also the, the, the blood accompanied it with as well. It was, there was a lot of force, you know. But, but I was so excited. I was so excited. I remember being on the bathroom in my parents' bathroom, and just screaming for my mother to come in because I was so excited. <laughs> There's blood after coming out of my ass. And um, this is what I thought a period was. I was like, I'm after getting my period. And my mother like came up and she was like, shh, shh, shh. Like, obviously she did not want my, like, my dad or my brother to get embarrassed. You know, that classic female shame carry on. Like, oh, no, 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 no don't, don't embarrass the boys. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, that story's out there now on the internet. I was constipated. Then I became unconstipated. Blood appeared. It wasn't my period. It, it, it was out of the wrong hole. Come on. Come on. Everybody shites, okay? Everybody fucking shites. So yeah, that actual constipation memory is so embedded in my brain now, I actually can't even remember the the actual first appearance of my period. But... I think I figured out fairly quickly that it wasn't as cracked up as I'd made it out to be. Like, there was no sudden moment like, oh my goodness, I'm a woman now. It was just straight into the uncomfortable nappy rash that is accompanied with the giant sanitary towels that do not fit, that do not fit a skinny little 12-year-old's shape. I was so uncomfortable. It was sweaty. It was it was rotten. Okay, it was rotten, and um, that's not something I really got used to ever. Then there was the whole secrecy kind of thing. So like I, I got my period when I was in primary school. So it would have been around fifth or sixth class. Um, but like I obviously knew about it for a good while before I actually got it. But I remember being sworn to secrecy um, by my mother, like like a lot of girls are, um, to not speak about this with any of my friends in school. 
it, it was it was like the, the the whole Santa thing, you know, like you do not talk about this. If you find out about it, you do not mention it. Lest the period fairy's gonna come and take your womanhood away, and then you, you you're you're just you're just a child forever. Um, my my mother did not tell me there was a period fairy. Uh, that, that's that that's just me talking out of my arse, <laughs> or or my vagina, or well, I don't think I actually mentioned that. Um, as a child, well, you do know that I I didn't know the word for vagina, but what I did call it was my front bum. Um, I'd be really interested to know what other people called um, vaginas when they were small. Um, I think front bum was a big one in my family. Um, so yeah, I'd really be interested to know that. Please let me know. Anyway, so yeah, like... There there was obviously going to be little whisperings of it eventually. I remember um, one of my best friends in school... Um, she was actually the youngest in the class. Hopefully I'm going to get her to come on and talk on this podcast. Um, but she, I think she was the first person in the class um, to get a period. And I was so jealous. I was so jealous because she was the youngest person. She was the youngest person in the class by ages. Um, now, thinking now, maybe she wasn't the first person in the class. Maybe she was just the first person who was actually honest with me about it. But I remember being so jealous that she had um, received this wonderful gift from God that she was now able to have babies at age 11 or however old she was, which is uh, very strange. So, yeah, anyway, there was this whole, like, shame that I hadn't gotten my period. And um, let's fast forward a few years. So um, that was primary school. So going into secondary school, I was um, I was in boarding school for about two years of my secondary school career. Yeah, posh out. Um, but yeah, so I was in kind of large dorm atmospheres with like maybe nine other girls I, th- I think that yeah one year I was I was in a in a dorm room and there was 10 of us and I th- I think all of us all of us except one girl didn't have her period and she was so like sad about that you know like I think we would have been about 14 at the time and I think a girl can get a per- their per- her period for the first time like any time between like 11 and 16. I know like that sometimes it comes earlier or whatever if somebody wants to reach out and teach me a bit more. I am a little bit dim so I'm just picking up what I can and what I learned myself. Um, but yeah, there was that shame there as well, you know, as we got older, there was this pressure like, oh my God, I do not have my period yet. Now, I had my period. I wasn't extremely satisfied with having my period, as excited as I was in the run-up before I got it, you know, but once once, once I got it, I realised, oh my God, this is shit. This is really, really shit. I am basically a sick girl for a week. Like, I was heavy I'm still heavy but you know there's no tampon insertion classes there's none of that but I remember being in about second year and 
um, me and some of the other girls in my dorm room, we we kind of got in synchronized. So we were all getting our periods at the same time, which was, that was a joy. Um, but we kind of had pacts with each other like, OK, this is this is the period where I'm going to insert a tampon correctly. And if somebody came in and did it, there was like a big round of applause like, yay, yay, well done. Woo. And uh yeah, it was nice to have that kind of a female support network at the time. Um, you know, we were all going through it at the same time together, except for the odd few um, people who were unfortunately left out. And I really like look, thinking back now, I really did feel for them. There was also the stress in school that you were going to leak through your school skirt. Now, um, the school, I went to two secondary schools. So the the school I initially went to where I was a boarder, um, we, skirt, we had to wear skirts. Skirts were an essential part of the uniform. There was no trousers. And I remember like, whenever we were on our periods like me and some of the girls like we'd be layering the amount of underwear that we'd put on I remember one girl like she'd wear it was like a competition how many you you could put on and still be comfortable and I think she was going around with about like 10 pairs of underwear on like she was so paranoid about leaking through her uniform during the day and it, it was so bad that it was nearly like cutting off the circulation like there was a huge mark where she was like wearing all these underwear and it was like cutting into her skin <laughs> which is nuts I mean schools let your girls wear pants come on when I moved schools um there was the option of either wearing a skirt or trousers and the trousers were amazing not only were they dark but they were comfortable like I, I had the choice of just bleeding happily in comfort I mean come on don't be sexist. Don't be sexist, education system. Let your girls wear pants. Now, I don't know. Maybe all schools do have the option for girls to wear pants now. I don't know. Um, if somebody does know whether that's the case now or not, please let me know. I know when I was in secondary school, which was between 2004 and 2010, that was not the case. I went to one school and trousers were not a thing you were not allowed to wear pants then I went to another school and you were so it was really down to the school maybe that's still the case but schools if there's any of you (laughs) I'm talking to all schools collectively now like if there's any of you that still won't let your girls wear pants cop on just just cop on You need spanked bottoms all around, okay? Anyway, let's fast forward a little bit again. So, as an older teenager, I I had little boyfriends and stuff. And just you wouldn't you wouldn't talk about your period stuff around them. It was it was it was a very hushed thing. I mean, even in school. I know I'm I know I'm going back to school now but like in schools you know if 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 you were in need of a tampon or a pad or something you'd you'd reach down into your school bag and you'd 
you'd slip it up your shirt, your sleeve really quickly and, and, and you'd scurry off to the toilet with it stuffed up your sleeve so that nobody would see it and nobody would be like, oh my God, check her out. She's on her period. Way, dickhead. I mean, that's really weird. I mean, nobody calls you a dickhead when you're going to take a piss. So, really, why should anybody give a damn if you're going to look after your menstrual hygiene? I mean, it's natural for half of the population of the world. And yet, menstruators are punished for this. I mean, like... I only really decided to do this podcast in the last couple of days. Um, Classic lockdown podcast. Um, But in my brief research in the last couple of days before recording, like I've looked up all the different regulations of different countries. Like in Haiti, women don't have proper access to period products and they only they can only use what's at hand be that like a rag um bits of plastic and in some cases stones and obviously they get horrible horrible infections and really I'm coming from a place of great privilege in that I have safe access to safe enough products And yet still I'm finding stuff to complain about because it's still a horrible, horrible thing. But then I'm comparing what I have to these people who do not have the same rights and privileges as me. And it is just heartbreaking and it shouldn't continue. And we need to create more of a dialogue and an awareness about this and see what we can do together to try break this stigma and hopefully get women and all non-binary and trans people the healthcare products that they need and what they deserve. I know I went on a bit of a tangent there but like this stuff is genuinely important to know about to be educated about I like I I know I started talking about like teenage boyfriends there and completely went off the topic but I mean these boys were not being educated well now that that that's a lie and I know some boys are being educated by by their parents and such but a huge amount of boys are left uneducated about basic needs of women and they're reared to not be aware of their own sisters and mothers health problems and that is not okay now I know parents have their own right to teach their kids what they believe is the correct manner of of doing things you know and and it is it it can be an awkward conversation but that's because people are making it awkward themselves I mean I'm sitting here in front of a microphone and babbling on about the first time I thought that I had a period and it, it was me being constipated 
I mean, come on. Let's not be so embarrassed about this shit because nobody... If if anybody is giving you any judgment about this, then they're a piece of shit and they're not worth the time. Thanks, next. Come on. So, yeah, that's a little background of where I came from. I know I only got up to my teenage years. I'm 29 now. There's a whole lot more to cover, but it's it's difficult to fit everything into a podcast that I want to keep relatively short because shorter podcasts are generally easier for people to listen to. Um, so, yeah, this has been Rag Week and... Please, please, please press that follow button on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. You can find me on your social medias on Facebook and Instagram at Ragweek Monthly. And please drop me a line if you'd like to come on and maybe chat about your own experiences. I'll be back next month with another podcast. I will have more time to hopefully learn how to structure and have more of an idea of where my podcast is actually going once I have a month to prepare rather than a few days than I had for this one. So in the meantime, take care, keep bleeding safely and don't let that period fairy snatch your rights away. Because she's a piece of shit. The period fairy is a no-god wank bag. Okay, bye.